0: You're listening to the Heart and Hustle podcast. We are your hosts, Evie McLeod and Lindsay Roman. Hey, married couples, listen up for today's episode. And if you just someday want to be married... Also listen up. Today, you are about to get your world rocked in the best way possible. We are about to have some of the most powerful, raw, and life-changing conversation with two of the sweetest and funniest (laughs) humans on earth. Kristen and Danny Adams bring the fire today talking about all things relationships and marriage. Now, if you don't know who they are, Kristen and Danny Adams are the husband and wife duo whose February 2017 lip sync video went mega viral and completely changed their lives. To date, it's been viewed over 300 million times and has grown their online community to 1 million people. And before they started making videos, Kristen worked in the entertainment industry as a television host and correspondent, and Danny worked in the entertainment industry as an actor, comedian, and stuntman for sports commercials. Now they work together full-time to produce online family-friendly content where God is always welcome. And when they aren't making videos, they homeschool their two children, travel across the country hosting and emceeing live events, speaking at marriage conferences, and performing their Laughter is the Best Medicine program. Now, in today's show, Kristen and Danny share their raw story of coming to the Lord together as a couple, how their relationships with God completely changed their lifestyle before marriage. Before they found the Lord, they were living and working in Hollywood, living together, having sex, and made the radical choice after finding the Lord to move out, commit to purity until their wedding day, and completely change their entire lifestyle. It's a radical story and one you absolutely have to hear them tell. And then we went on to chat about some of the most powerful marriage truths, principles, and tools that will completely transform a relationship from boo to woo. That's an inside joke from the episode, so keep listening to get to that one. We also discuss finding marriage mentors and how they can change your life, incorporating community and even play and fun into your relationship, and just so many other nuggets of wisdom. Lindsay and I both honestly got wrecked so hard on this episode and so inspired and just so much truth spoken to us. And we know the exact same will happen to you too. So without further ado, let's welcome on Kristen and Danny. You're listening to the Heart and Hustle podcast with Evie Rupp and Lindsay Roman photographers turned entrepreneurs and founders of the heart university if you're a creative entrepreneur or a motivated dreamer wanting to make the most of your life this podcast is for you each week evie and lindsay bring you actionable tools to uplevel your business and life so if you're ready to step up to the plate and pursue your god-given potential you're in the right place you're ready to live your life and run your business to its fullest then buckle up because here are your hosts evie and lindsay
1: Kristen and Danny, welcome to the Heart and Hustle podcast. Thank you. Thank what's you. Up? We are so excited to chat with you. We've just been having a good conversation before we press record. We're, <laughs> you guys are a good energy. We're excited. I know our audience is going to love this interview. So let's just, let's hop into it. So just for anybody that doesn't know you, please introduce yourself
2: to our audience and tell us just a little bit about you guys. Like what's your story? How did you guys get to where you are today? Well, the elevator pitch is that we're Kristen and Danny and we make online content where God is always welcome. And we had some videos go viral for us several years ago that um, kind of put us on the map, uh, so to speak. And they were lip sync videos where we dress up in the front seat of our car and, you know, add a bunch of like comedic bits to, to whatever we're lip syncing. And um, and so, yeah, so those went like viral for us and we started getting calls from churches, you know, uh, schools, corporations, just events, charity events saying, Hey, can you guys like come entertain us and, or come speak? And so what evolved from that was date night events and, uh, corporate events. And just, we put together a a show and, uh, we ended up, you know, doing like 30 events a year before COVID hit. Um, and it was a blast. So we were producing this online content and, you know, and being able to go out and engage with people that watch our content, which is really a gift um, when you're a content creator because it doesn't always get to happen. Um, and then cut to we, ha- we were approached to, to write a book and we, our first book just came out this past summer. And yes. so, yeah, so it's called The Road to Love and Laughter, which a lot of our videos are filmed in the front seat of our car um, just because oh. that's, that's oh, wait, where we just- are. I just caught that connection <laughs> <laughs> with the car. Funny. Sneaky. Yeah. <laughs> Aha moment for you. I love yes. it. Um, so yeah, so we were like, it's it's a part memoir, part marriage testimony. So we thought, you know, let's do this journey metaphor. And a lot of people know us from being in our car. And And we really believe that, you know, God can make good out of any wrong turn that you make, whether it's in life or relationships. And we thought it's important to just share our story and hopefully it'll resonate with someone out there.
0: Mm, I love that so much. Okay, wait. I wanted initially to talk to you guys a little bit about like your experiences in Hollywood and everything, but maybe like really quick, what is your your marriage story? Just like 30 second synopsis of like, because it sounded like there was a deeper story that led to kind of like the behind the scenes of the book. Like there's, mm-hmm. there's something there.
2: Yeah. And it's true because, you know, this is our first time writing a book. So, you know, we didn't really know how it was going to translate. We're video people. We love talking. Like we love being here with you guys. We love the, the real back and forth stuff. And so we tried to capture that in the way that we wrote, but, you know, Danny and I did meet um, to your Hollywood question. We met while we were both living in Los Angeles, pursuing careers in the entertainment industry. And, uh, I was a, 15 year, I had a 15 year career as a television host. I was like the hardest working television host that you've probably never heard of. Um, <laughs> and so I worked on like a bunch of different cable networks back when cable TV was the thing. Um, and, uh, and then Danny was doing like stunt work for football commercials and sports commercials. And he was also doing comedy and, um, also a personal trainer. He kind of had a bunch of, bunch of things he was doing out there. And, and our, our, we were friends first, and then um, dated for three years, and now we've been married for almost thirteen years. Mm, um, that's incredible. But in that, the the, the the thirty second synopsis of our relationship was: we met, we, we we had a great time as friends. We loved each other. We had a great time connecting, but we weren't uh, living for Jesus. I mean, I grew up. We both grew up with faith backgrounds, but you know, there's a difference in just going to church and actually pursuing a life of following Jesus. And so we weren't doing that in L.A. and I for sure had kind of lost myself, so to speak. When I moved to LA, I was partying so much. I was drinking out of control, you know, hookup culture, all the things. And so Danny saw that downward spiral, you know, happen for me. And he was really just a safe place for me. Before I started walking with the Lord, Danny was represented just safety to me. He Mm. um, was one of those guys that never tried to take advantage of me, never tried to he was just not like that sleazy, like guy that I, yeah. I was like finding myself around all the time. And, and he was never trying to get anything from me. He was just trying to be there for me. And, um, and so that's really what, what led me to fall in love with him. I was like, Oh my gosh, I've been friends with Danny for three years. Wait, I think I love him. And, um, uh, so, uh, but we, because we didn't have Jesus, you know, we had good intentions, but we didn't have Jesus. We, we, we became very codependent. Um, we were trying to get our needs met by the other person, um, in all areas, you know, and no one person can do that. You know, there's Mm -hmm. no one on this planet that can meet all of your needs. You know, his name is Jesus. That's the only one that can do that. And so, Mm -hmm. um, so we just, um, didn't have very good coping methods. We had a lot of high highs and a lot of low lows. We had great, great moments, but then we would have these nasty fights and, um, we finally both came to the Lord. Um, through various, through through different ways, both of us, but within the same year period. And it drastically changed our relationship. Um, Prior to finding Jesus, we were living together, having sex, basically just living like everybody lives. And um, our hearts were just convicted. And we were like, you know what? We want to do this. If there's a better way, we want to do it. And so we... We moved out, stopped having sex and literally dated like a totally different version of each other. Wow. Um, It was like, and I loved it. Like I, I thought, oh, this is going to, this is going to stink. You know, we're going to not, we were having so much fun now we're not going to have fun and all these things. But as a woman, I've never felt more pursued in my life than I did during that year and a half when Danny chose to abstain from, from having sex with me Um, to getting us, you know, getting our own places to just, I was just pursued in like this, I don't know, holy is a a strong word, but like, it was just this pure way that Mm -hmm. was so contrary to the relationships that I'd had, you know, in the three or four years prior to that. And, Mm -hmm. and so like on our wedding night, it was just like, awesome. It was like, God had restored had just honored the fact that we chose to make drastic changes. Yeah. And it was just like a whole new thing. And so but we still had issues. I mean, we still just because you find Jesus doesn't mean like woohoo, everything's great, you know, <laughs> magic <laughs> magic button. <laughs> right. You know, it's like um it's hard. Doing life together, doing life with someone is hard. Mm-hmm. It's fun, it's amazing, it's rewarding. It's super it's like a, it is a holy mystery, but it's really hard. And we were, we felt like, oh my gosh, all these millions of people are w- watching our videos and they're commenting like, wow, you guys look amazing. You look like you, I want someone that will get in the front seat of the car and sing lip syncs with me and be silly and throw on wigs and costumes. And you guys <laughs> look like you just have fun all the time. And I was like, oh my goodness. I hope that's not what people really think because mm-hmm. that's a, that's false. And yeah. I don't want to be Somebody on the internet who's contributing to someone feeling less than, you know, or like their marriage is not as good or their life is not as good, and Mm -hmm. and so that's really what led us to feel that need to write the book and to put that out there. So the deeper story, this was way longer than thirty seconds. You asked, I love
0: it. No, we're (laughs) here for it.
2: but, But but the but the long and short of it was like there is more to the story. We don't want people thinking that that our life is just easy and that, wow, if I had only married someone like that, it would be, my life would be better. Um, that's not the narrative that we were trying to put out there. And so we thought if we can, we can really pull back the layers and let people know you're, you know, Danny always says, you want know, to tell them what you say? They, it's a three minute video.
3: Yep, Do you want to jump
2: in sure. and tell them?
3: Yeah, it's a three minute video. Um, but yet there's, Fifty-seven minutes and, a, and change left in the day. 20, were
2: Twenty-three hours. Twenty-three hours and
3: fifty-seven minutes left in the day. There you go. Thanks for the math. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, we just approach life very differently, and uh, you know, from how we were raised, brought up, um, there's a lot of differences that Chris and I have. the The areas of shooting videos and performing live. That's that's a special grace that God has given us together to have that chemistry. And and be able to do that, you know, which which ultimately brings hope and encouragement to other people. You know, when we get the opportunity to be transparent, vulnerable, open to what the the life is really like, you know, mm-hmm. outside of being in front of the camera, and and yeah. that uh, when we do it in a fun way, which is always our goal, is to communicate through. Funny ways, funny stories, laughter. I think it. I think it encourages people because the mm-hmm. lie is that my relationship stinks and everyone else's is, is perfect. You know. Yeah. Um, but that's simply just not true. And uh, we we understand that we're all flawed people. We're all uh, we're all broken people that that ultimately need Jesus in our life, mm-hmm. and he's that he's the glue that holds the best relationships together.
1: Mm-hmm. I love that. Well, and okay, even the fact that y'all do so much more than just the lip syncing videos like that Mm -hmm. in and of itself is taking people behind the curtain and it's showing them more of, of the real life than just the quote unquote, Oh, perfect couple. That's like lip syncing and having fun in their car. And then even you guys just like opening up and being vulnerable about just like your transition of like living, having sex, living together before marriage, and then just like getting wrecked by Jesus and actually like taking that step to commit to like, uh, like uh, what's the word I'm trying to think of? Uh, almost like recommit yourselves to like, hey, no, we're going to abstain. We're going to wait till marriage. I think a lot of people out there hear people that obviously don't do that or people that wait till marriage like 100%. And I feel like there's not enough stories where you hear people that actually make that active change to be like, oh, wait, like I see God's heart for sex within marriage. And I want to honor that and like Mm -hmm. make the choice to abstain. Because I think... People think that like oh once they've had sex that it's completely like oh yeah. I'm I'm broken or yeah. Yeah. I'm too far yeah. gone why would I ever change that oh, yeah. right yeah. yeah you
2: girls are so right I mean it's, that's how I felt for when I would move from one partner to the next before Danny and I were married I felt that way I felt like well mm-hmm. I've already crossed that line so mm-hmm. it doesn't yeah. matter and mm-hmm. I, I guess it's just what I'm gonna do and that's what was expected and that's what you know that's just what was expected. And, yeah. and so, but, you know, just because something is permissible does not make it beneficial. That's what Ooh. the Bible tells
0: us. Oh, that's
2: good. That's, a, that's <laughs> some snaps right there. Right? <laughs> and that's not me. I mean, that's the word. It's like, mm-hmm. I... That's true. Just because something is allowed, just because... And, and that goes for anything. Just because there's a law that says something's okay. Just because there's... Your parents say something's okay. Just because your friend group says something's okay. Does not mean that it's actually beneficial to yeah. your spiritual and physical well-being. Mm-hmm. And, and I think for me, like to, to your point, Evie, of like, um, I think that was you who was saying it because I can't see you guys. I'm trying to get your voices down. <laughs> um, but um, I, uh, to your point of like, it was an act of change that we made. Yeah, It was his goodness that led us to repentance. Nobody was making us feel horrible about our decision to live together or have sex. Like there was no yeah. one in our life that was like, you're going to hell. You guys, you know, you're making wrong. No one was picketing outside of our house. <laughs> like, like it was just, it was literally the loving nudge from our father that was like, just try it a different way. Yeah, Like your way is not working. Just try it a different way. Like, what do you have to lose yeah. to, to do that? And, and so our story, I mean, I know there's a lot of like deconstruction happening right now and like people bashing purity culture and saying they were traumatized by purity culture. And it's just... Yeah. To me, I mean, you know, maybe they were traumatized by the way it was applied. Yeah, you know, but the actual call to purity is mm-hmm. not wrong. Yeah, it was just it was the application of it that <laughs> mm-hmm. yep. you know that hurt people, and so we were we were wooed. It should always be you should always be wooed by Jesus. Like mm-hmm. it's a wooing, right? It's like a love, mm-hmm. and if you're not being wooed, I guess maybe you're being booed. I don't know. Is yeah. that, is that a
3: saying? Yeah. yeah. Well, I think that, that's hilarious. If you're not being wooed, you're being booed. And I, and I think there's a difference. There's a difference between conviction and condemnation, right? Yes. So that's what it is. A, wooing, and yeah, wooing and booing. That's exactly it because yeah, the Lord will, he loves us enough to bring conviction to our hearts. But when you feel condemned for what you've done and you feel shamed,
2: yeah. now you
3: feel like, man, I might as well just throw in the towel because right. even if a simple thought enters the mind, of something wrong or negative, you know, old school teaching or legalistic teaching would tell you, well, you're just not pure. You're not holy. If those things enter your mind, then there must be something wrong to you because because the person sitting next to you in the church pew has it all together and they've reached full sanctification and they're just, you know, (laughs) waiting for their kingdom, you know, their castle in the sky. I mean, and so I think that there's, for, for Kristen and I, you know, not only was Kristen fighting you know, probably in a place where she was thinking that the value of what she had experienced in the previous relationships was in the physical, you know, department of sex and things like that to say, if I now withdraw this, or we now stop doing this, what does this mean for the relationship? Mm -hmm. And and just being scared. And like Krista mentioned, we were codependent. So stopping from doing one thing, and then can you guys still hear me? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, from doing another, I think there's just those questions like, what does this now mean to me? You know, because mm-hmm. if, if, if relationships in the past have represented uh, something where that carries so much value, yeah. then you don't know the the like place like, of being pursued. Yeah, yeah. What's my, how do I measure up? Yeah. And so there's probably an insecurity there, but what's cool is that when you have two people. Uh, pursuing the Lord and just simply just wanting to please Him because He is your Father, um, then then you have that agreement and you have sort of that equally yoked type of relationship where you're like, man, we're both doing this. I know it can be difficult if anyone's out there listening to say, you may be thinking, I want to make that decision, but I'm not sure my partner is, is in that same boat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I would just say, uh, you know, take courage and, and be be bold in that department to bring in love. that conviction and yeah. love to your partner. And if they truly, if this is a love relationship based on love, then they're going to understand, they're going to respect that, those boundaries and those things that you put in place. Mm-hmm. And ultimately that's what we want to do. We want to please our father first and foremost.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that. That was kind of, I was almost about to ask that, like what would be your advice if somebody is, cause you guys both, it sounds like felt that at the same time and had that kind of conviction at the same time, and so that I was literally going to ask that. I guess my follow up question is, how did y'all stick to it, or or like not even just like abstaining from sex, but just like what kept you on the course of fixing your issues versus like giving up and being like, wow, this Christian thing isn't working.
3: Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. well, I will say, I will say that 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 I made a there was six months there before um, when I had made my rededication to the Lord, and then Kristen did. And it was a difficult time it was there was a time and we, we mentioned this in our live events when we share our testimony but I had to learn to just pray for Kristen just yeah. pray and encourage her in that time when when there was a lot of uh, doubt and a lot of fear that was entering her heart to say okay why is this guy all of a sudden getting radical for Jesus you know <laughs> and like she said what does this mean? to our relationship now. Are we not going to have fun?
2: Oh, I was so annoyed, y'all. I mean, he was reading the Bible all of a sudden, like in our house, and he had never done that before. And I <laughs> and was you're like, like, who the heck? <laughs> yes, um, I did. I was like, what? And, I, and then I became, Danny wasn't doing anything. It was just the very act of him doing it that irritated me. Yeah. And he wasn't being like self-righteous with it or anything like that. It was just, that's how I perceived it. I was like, oh, so now you're like Jesus yeah. guy, you know, yeah. and, and that was me for several months, you know, before I, um, found the Lord on my own at a women's conference, um, without Danny. And it was really important just for me, the way I'm wired. I needed to rededicate my life, like without Danny around. Yeah. Like I know people have different stories. I'm not saying you can't do that, but just for me, it was like, it needs to be like your choice. Yes. And he was like, I'm not doing this for a guy. Cause I look at me, I have done things just for guys my whole life, yeah. whether it, for good and bad and so i was like this is not about an earthly relationship here it can't be because mm-hmm. that's what i'm trying to break free from i'm trying to break free from pleasing other people and and doing what's expected of me and, and this if it, if this is my salvation is hanging on this if my yeah. the fulfillment of my life while i'm here is hanging on this like it can't be based on another flawed person it has to be based on the one who never changes and so i went to this women's conference got radically literally in one night it was like so much happened i mean i had one of those stories where it was just i felt like my old heart was taken out and a new heart was put in mm. and not that i not that i became this amazing person just my perspective changed my compassion changed <laughs> i wanted to call so many people and say i'm sorry I mean, people that I had hurt like 10 years before, you know, wow. like, like, I don't even know if you remember this, but I just want to tell you, I'm sorry. I wrote people letters. Wow. I, um And then I had to walk out, you know, repenting for my lifestyle and asking God to heal my heart from mm-hmm. all of the times where I, I did have sex outside of marriage. And because that does leave a mark on you, you can't just there is no such thing as meaningless sex, you yeah. know, and it, it it you have to get your heart healed up from that, and and be able to walk into any you know a marriage, uh, you know, as whole as you can. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that that I don't know if we answered your question, but I, I think was, yeah, I think
3: one thing I was going to say is that this may be something else for your for your listeners, and that is that there was a time in that six month period after I had rededicated myself, and Kristen had a quite gotten to that place yet. It was praying for her, but it was difficult in that time for her. And ultimately, we broke up. God God actually put it on, on my heart to say, you need to get out of the way. Just as Kristen's yeah. saying, you know what? I needed to pursue that on my own. That's exactly yeah. true. God, God said, you need to get—because I was trying to, at times— I wanted Kristen because I loved her so much. I wanted to give her that relationship that I had with the Lord. I had walked into his goodness. I had walked into the place where I was saturating myself in him and all things sort of surrounding that. And so I was getting this freedom and this peace and I wanted that so much for Kristen. And ultimately he just said, you need to get out of the way. You're in the way of what I ultimately want to do with Kristen. And so it took that for us. It doesn't mean that that's that necessary, that story for everyone, but for us, it was me getting out of the way, actually getting to the place where we broke up. And then Kristen found her relationship with the Lord on her own. And then once we got back together, you had two people that just ultimately just wanted to please the Lord. and, And that. Now now you're on the right track for what God I, I feel like has designed relationships to look like. And we yeah. still have
2: to do it. I mean, there was no like, mm-hmm. oh, like I said, we found no. Jesus, we fixed all our issues, yeah. we're good now. Like
3: Which <laughs> is a whole count which is a whole like, you know, separate, you know, episode on counseling.
2: Right. On, yeah. on, on like
3: the, the, like the benefits and wisdom big, and counseling.
2: We're big on counseling. Yes. <laughs> big on it. So and and staying, you know, falling in love with Jesus every day. Yeah. You know to go back to the wooing thing like he wooed you in the first place and you can't let that stop like it's on us as believers to to continually stay in love with with God. Yeah. And it, when that starts to break down, when that when our first love starts to break down, then all of our earthly relationships start to break down. They just yeah. do. We 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 don't love from a from a selfless place. We we love from a selfish place and that is 99% that we've found of all marital problems is selfishness. You know, Mm -hmm. it's like, I want my way and you're in the way of me getting my way. And I'm just going to say what I need to get my way right now. Get out of the way, you know? Um, And so we've just really found that, you know, the biggest marital advice we can give is, is to stay in love with Jesus um, to keep that vertical relationship, right. So that your horizontal earthly relationships can flow from that. And, You've got to, you can't give your partner a lot of grace on anything if you're not getting grace yeah. from, your, from you're not from receiving yourself. it
0: Right. Yeah. So. Oh, I was have, I have just like over here like <laughs> grinning. <laughs> like, I just got married like two and a half weeks ago. Oh, wow. And so hearing just like Fresh all of this, it, it's just like it's hitting me so deep. And even just like hearing you guys say like, you know, just the selfishness aspect. Like I've had a few friends, like, what have you learned in the last two weeks? And I'm like, I have seen my selfishness Mm. so in a way that I never have before Mm. in like two weeks of marriage. I'm like, oh my gosh, (laughs) I like, I'm ugly at times, Uh, just like, (laughs) and it's just super sweet to just hear like all of this. And I know for like, no matter where you are in marriage, you guys are just speaking so much. Like, truth and so much power um i want to hear you guys talk oh sorry go ahead
2: i was just gonna say congratulations and you know that's so awesome that you are only two weeks into your marriage and that you already have that revelation and that you're you know already pursuing you know in a place where your your heart posture is to pursue god because Mm -hmm. i mean that's it's foundational you know it's Mm -hmm. not like it can't be done look there's amazing stories of people you know finding God 10 years into their marriage, 20 years into their marriage. But to to start off with that, with that, just that heart posture to please him is everything. You know, it's going to save you guys a lot of heartache. Um, It won't eliminate everything. Like I said, I mean, there's life happens, you know, you both are flawed. Just remember you're both Mm -hmm. flawed, right? And, And, and you both bring, funk and junk into the relationship, (laughs) you
0: know? (laughs) (laughs) Funk and junk. junk, junk. I love it. booing and booing and funk and junk. I'm here for that.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, because, you know, it's like the enemy wants you to think that, you know, when you get married, it's like he tries to just pervert and like Mm -hmm. topple everything upside down. It's like everything that you loved about your person, he's going to try to get you to hate. Yeah, You know, or the things that you were drawn to and like attracted you to him, he's going to try and be like, that's annoying. Mm-hmm. That's annoying now. Yeah, mm-hmm. And, you know, it, it, he just reverses everything. And so just remember yeah. that it's, it, it's not always, it's not your spouse that's your enemy.
0: Yeah. You know, it's, it's. And they're also not your source. No, they yeah. are
2: not. They, they cannot fill you up the way, like Jesus is your peace.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, your
2: spouse cannot give that to you.
0: Mm, oh. Amen. <laughs> I love it. I feel like I'm getting my own personal counseling session on marriage right now.
2: This is delightful. You didn't even ask for it. I'm like, there no. you go.
0: <laughs> no, this whole episode. This is great. Um, I would actually love to hear you guys talk a little bit. Like I'm, I'm skipping around on, on our notes and our questions here, but I feel like this leads perfectly into it. So in your guys's book, you are very, very transparent about like the worst fight you've ever had. And you talked about like in order to resolve this fight you spent the weekend with your marriage mentors just talking through the issues that you were going through and you know the questions and the frustrations like all of that so do you guys want to talk a little bit about like mentors within marriage and Mm -hmm. I guess you kind of like touched a little bit your big like advocates for counseling like do you want to talk about the value of that and then also like if somebody's listening to this and they're like man I need somebody like you know like with value and insight and wisdom and experience that you guys have, you know, somebody that they're listening, they're like, I need this information and this input into my life regularly. Like I need to hear this stuff. I need these reminders. I need a mentor. Like, what would you say of how to go about finding one?
2: Yeah. So I think there's a couple of ways. I know for us, we, and I know people don't want to hear this because if you're like me and you're an Enneagram three and you want things laid out for you and a plan and like do this, this and this so that you can go attack and achieve, then you're not going to want to hear the first answer, but it's to pray them in Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. because, and like, like fervently like speak what you need and, and ask God every day to lead you to a couple that you both respect that both you and your husband or you both, you know, whoever we're speaking to here um, can receive from and, Uh, whether that's presented through a small group, through a church, through neighbors um, and ask around. I mean, ask if, you know, if you're the season of life that you guys are in, you know, ask, you know, friends, you know, parents, and do you guys have anyone in your circle? that were just strong believers that we can connect with once a month or have dinner with and it it doesn't even have to be a lot of times this overblown counseling session. It's just Mm -hmm. someone that you can be in community with regularly um, that knows your story that is praying for you so that when you do come with a major issue, you're not both having to like go back and explain. And it's like, they've walked this road with you. They've seen your personality styles. They've seen you engage. They've seen kind of where you both fall short, where you both, where your strengths are. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that's, that's for us. We had to be intentional about it. I mean, obviously if you're part of a local church, hopefully if it's a Bible based church and they pour into families and marriages, they have some, a resource for you. Um, but a lot of times it's great to just have that trusted, you know, family friend or you know, Dana, you can jump in. But I think to, to where both parties feel completely comfortable sharing. Because that's mm-hmm. been huge for us to have people that I'm like, I don't care. I'm telling them all my stuff, you know. Yeah. And same for you.
3: Yeah. And I, I think if, if if we back up just a just a hair, I think just counseling in itself, the the sound of that, for some people, it's it's got it's um it brings a negative thought to their mind. It, it yeah. means it means that I'm messed up. Yeah. It means something negative as opposed to something positive. Yeah. So when we used to hear counseling, I know for me growing up, I was like, "Ooh, they're in counseling. What? What happened? What's wrong?" Mm-hmm. Um, as opposed to seeing it as something that God has put in place, you know, in the Word that said, "No, there's wisdom and counsel," and any. Any great man or woman of God and, and who's done great things have 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 mentors, they have counselors in their life. And we we talk about it at our live events that we train for everything in our life. We train for school, you train, you have teachers, you have coaches in sports, you mm-hmm. have bosses at the job place that may mentor you and but we don't always get get the training and the necessary tools to have success in our relationships, mm-hmm. which outside, you know, when you talk about marriage, that's the greatest decision you'll ever make outside of accepting Christ into your life. So why wouldn't we get the resources and tools and the things and put those in place to have success in that? Right. Because there's so much weight in that, right? Yeah. We, we, sometimes we work around the clock at all these other things to make these other things flow and bring a return you know, that we want, but we don't put the time and the effort into our relationships and mm-hmm. wonder why all these other things are affected by yeah. that. Because God has made us for relationships, starting yeah. with yeah. Him. And so that's for for Chris and I saying how do we how do we get to a place how do we win at this right not just survive we've we've all seen the relationships that they could be fifty years you know into marriage but it may not be a a healthy marriage it might just be they're just existing yeah just existing and sharing space but how do we get away from just working out to actually shining. And that's, that's like anything, it it takes work and you have to put it in. And so I think for Kristen, I'll echo what she said. Yeah. You, you pray those people in, man, God send us those right people. And he's so faithful to do that. There we've heard stories that
2: you were looking for it. Like you got to be vulnerable in your, in your people group and just say, yeah, we're looking for mentors, mentors. And and there is a difference between like mentoring and counseling. So I think just finding a good Christian couple to mentor you is probably easier than, you know, serious counseling, right? Like Mm -hmm. there are levels. I mean, there's people that Danny and I would go to for like a refresh, like, man, this this couple just breathes life into us. They're for us. They pray for us. You know, they're just a safe place to to land and we can share our hearts with them. And then there's times where it's like, we really need counseling. And so um, we-
3: some good resets and those types of things. I think the the mentoring a lot of times is even personally, like we both are advocates for getting what we call our power climate, people around us, the core group of individuals. And like, for me, it's the men, for Kristen, it's the women. That uh, lifts people you higher. That lifts you higher, that when you spend time with them, they're a, you're a better you going back into the relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, and that's what you need. You have to, like, I'll speak for men. We have to have the voices and ears, you know, in our life, outside of our marriage. If you're that, that kind of, when you, from other, from other other men and from, and from your, from your wife, because there's things that you need to get off your chest that, that your, that your wife may not be built to carry. Even if it's some, some heaviness from, from the workplace sometimes you're like, you know what, if I dump this on her shoulders in the midst of her juggling all the things that she is, maybe there's a season of having small children. There may, It just may not be a, a good moment for that. And the Holy Spirit will direct you to say, you know what, I need to share this with some guys that just need encouraged in this area. And yes. then you're, again, you're a better you coming back in. Same thing. Women typically, generally speaking, have more words than men. And so sometimes <laughs> they true. just- It's true. They, it's science, <laughs> As yes, <laughs> as this it. podcast will show. Really, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so as so when she part. can when Kristen can air out and just, you know, and do that. Otherwise, if she doesn't have that and is looking at and looking to get that from me and I don't have that bandwidth or, or the time to give that, she could even be resentful in the fact that why aren't you here? you know for me it, you know i'm not saying she is i'm just saying that those are things oh, that i just, am <laughs> i am so
2: upset right yeah, now yeah <laughs> but
3: those are the things that just could you just need to kind of you learn as you go you gain those those places of wisdom but what's so cool coming back to the mentor thing or the counseling thing there are people in your life that that god will send you that are further along in that journey and they can give you those tips can give you that wisdom to save, you know, someone, especially like the newlyweds that we're talking to yeah. now, that, they're Hi. like, "Man, we're and they start pouring into you, and you're like, "Oh my goodness!" Like mm-hmm. we're so grateful that that they had that word in season for us yeah. that allowed us to yeah. get through that and not look at each other cross-eyed, like you know, yeah. Or yeah. we have the alien juice on us. Yeah, yeah. totally. I don't totally. know. The, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know where that we came from. We have so
2: many sayings <laughs> in this podcast
3: that we've never <laughs> said. Never said. are bringing like out so the best in us, you guys. <laughs>
0: If you are loving what you're hearing on today's episode, then we wanted to share something else you might love, The Heart Shop. It's our digital resource online shop for creative entrepreneurs. The Heart Shop is your one-stop shop for all of our online courses, luxury website templates, PDF guides, social media graphic templates, and illustrations.
1: If you've been at your wit's end with your website design and you don't know where the heck to create a high quality pricing or welcome guide to give your clients an incredible branded first impression, ooh, we got you. <laughs> we created the Heart Shop to serve you with the best tools and resources you need to successfully run your business. Just head to theheartuniversity.com forward slash shop and start browsing the goods. That's theheartuniversity.com forward slash shop and we'll see you there. Want to know what both Evie and I use for our skincare? Our absolute favorite non-toxic skincare products are without a doubt Primally Pure.
0: If you've been searching for a natural non-toxic skincare company, you can actually feel solid about using, knowing that the ingredients won't harm you and are derived from nature, then I'm not joking when I say that you need to try Primally Pure.
1: Evie and I have been using Primally Pure for our skincare for a couple of years now, and we are legit in love. Like, we love that every product has minimal, safe, all-natural ingredients that... I'm not joking, smell divine and make our skin look and feel healthy and beautiful.
0: Yeah, some of our favorite products that we've used from Primarily Pure are their charcoal deodorant, the cleansing oil, their lavender complexion mist, and their clarity serum. Like every freaking product of theirs, we're not kidding, knocks it out of the park as far as quality and making our skin feel incredible.
1: For ten percent off your order, you can use code Heart and Hustle. That's all caps, no spaces at checkout using the link in our show notes. We know that you're gonna love Primely Pure as much as we do. Again, that's code Heart and Hustle for ten percent off your order today.
2: I it's amazing!
1: It's it. amazing. Well, I think I just love how you guys are speaking to just the priority of doing fellowship and life with other believers, mm-hmm. which married or not, is absolutely vital. And I know a lot yes. of like I've gotten a lot of DMs and just questions of like, wait, how do you find a community like that? And I love like praying about like, that's absolutely, I would almost even add like, plug yourself if you not, are not already into a church community yes. that prioritizes yep. discipleship, prioritizes yes. community, prioritizes like small groups yeah. and like marriage classes and parenting classes. Yes. And it's like things like that, that like actually almost like force you to do life with people. Yeah, <laughs> And it like gets you out of your comfort zone. Because yes. Yes. I think it's like, it, it I like what you, Kristen, said is like, yes, pray, but then also like actively go out and try to find somebody. Yes. Like something that me and Andrew, my husband do, is like we love having dinner with like older couples because no. it's like just she not too. even like... Just to like glean from their wisdom, like yes. watch how they parent, watch how they interact, ask them questions about like how do you fight over decor?
2: But maybe I'm yes, personal yes. Experience here. How, did you, how did you get that yellow and navy combo going over there? Right. How did you? like <laughs> do you when you, you are like fighting <laughs> hardcore over decor. How do you balance that? <laughs> I love it. I love it. Oh, no, it's nice. so it's so good. I there a couple things you said that are so important. I think honoring generations that have gone before us is just a lost art, especially in the West. It's not something we're great at. Um, and I, and there's, and we miss out, it's a disservice to, you know, the generation that's writing the older generation off. It's like, there's so much that they have to tell through storytelling through, like, I'd rather learn through, you know, someone else's mistakes than my own. I mean, I would, if I, I I know we learn from our own mistakes, but I'd rather learn by you telling me, you know, Hey, don't go that way. Yeah. And it's the same with the, the words, you know, it's there so that it's like, Hey, here's some great boundaries for your life. You're probably not going to listen all the time, but it's here. And, and then I just want to get to that point where, you know, just tell me because I would, I want to trust that, you know, that there's, you know, if, if history shows, I mean, if 10 people are telling me, yeah. you know, Hey, have grace for your spouse, watch out for selfishness, you know, stay in love with God you know, yeah. stay in community. If, if, if everybody's telling you that and you're still not doing it, you know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> yeah. it's like, you know, you know, the thing. So just start doing it. And, yeah, and so, but man, it's, it, it's so much easier to do all these things. Like you're saying, when you have an awesome community that you're plugged into. Totally. Yeah. yeah.
1: Okay. I would love to pivot the conversation just well, kind. Of, I was going to say slightly, but it's kind of drastically. It's like a um, okay. hard, right, hard hard right. Which you guys mentioned this at the beginning when you were sharing your story. But in 2017, one of your lip sync videos went mega viral, like very, very yes. mega viral. I'm curious, how did that? What was that like? And then also how did that video just change your family's lives or did it? I'm assuming
2: it did. But it did. Yeah, yeah okay. I mean, we had, we had moved from Los Angeles to Indiana. Where Danny's from Indianapolis and that's a whole other story. But we moved um, with a goal to make family-friendly content where God is always welcome. Again, we came from traditional entertainment backgrounds. So this was gonna be the first time where we were officially like making our own content from start to finish trying to figure out, you know, can we make a living at this? Can this be a full, we wanted it to be full time. And so we lived off our savings for almost a year. Um, We weren't making any money for almost a year. Um, It was a huge step of faith. And I'm the type of person like, whoo, I do not, that, that was not fun for me. I, I learned a lot during that season of trust and just really believing that, you know, God's ways are higher and, you know, Danny, it's easier for Danny, just be like, it's going to be great. You know, he's like, while well, watching our bank account go, <laughs> you know, and I'm like, ah, we're gonna, you know, we're gonna lose it all. Um, and he's like, Hey, we got marching orders from the Lord, you know, he's going to provide. And mm-hmm. so it was really hard during that season, but we were faithful to post a video every Friday. That was our goal is to get a video up every Friday. They weren't all lip syncs. They were, you know, cause those take a lot of time, but they were just fun family things or marriage tips or vlog style or, just something silly, um, and and then we would do these lip syncs. And, you know, you, we weren't trying to make a viral video. We were trying to just make something that connected. We were trying to make shareable content. Like, we mm-hmm. want people to share this. Right. However many people share it, we're not in control of that, but we want people to share it. And so this one particular... We had had a video that went viral, um, like five or six million views over the course of a few days back uh, in December 2016, But then cut to February of 2017, we had this lip sync that we were working on called Love Songs of the Decades. And it was the same. We were going to post it on Valentine's weekend. So there was strategy like, oh, it's a love song video. Let's post it Valentine's weekend. That's smart. Right. (laughs) And so we had this timing all planned out. And we also got asked to speak at our first marriage conference that same weekend. So it was a huge weekend for us in that, again, we just came off a year of no one calling us to do anything. Like we were just (laughs) posting content. We had no income coming in to our first pastor calling us saying, can you guys come to a marriage conference? And um, so we're getting ready to go to that. Danny's editing the video. And that whole weekend we had attacks from all sides. We both got, Danny was losing his voice. Our whole household was hit with sickness. We the water went out in our home, so we were having to go next door to our neighbors to shower, and it was Dang. like in the middle of winter in Indiana. So, oh gosh, <laughs> I mean, it was just one of those like perfect storms. Like we didn't get to prep as much for the conference as we were wanting to, and um, so we're on our way to this marriage conference. Danny's working on the video, and all of our footage basically is like gone from his timeline that he's editing on. Uh. And we're like, what? We we discovered this on a layover on our way to this marriage conference. Cut to, um, it's just not coming back. We can't, he's on on the phone with Apple support. Everybody, you know, we're all trying to figure this out. And
3: And I'll just cut in to say that these lip sync videos take us uh, about about a week, week and a half to just film. I was gonna
2: say, I I watched
1: the viral video and I was like, y'all had to get dressed and have a theme <laughs> for oh, yeah. like 20, 20, 20 different, different characters. Yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> so so for those yes. of you who do, have never seen our videos, there we each are getting into about 20 different characters, full full wigs, makeup, the whole thing. And so it takes time. And at that time, back in 2017, our children are small. Our, our youngest is like two years old. So there's that balancing of maintenance oh and all the things. And so Wait,
0: where
2: where are they when you're in the car?
1: They I are
3: either in the back seat of the car, <laughs> which is a fun blooper. Because uh, they
2: <laughs> want to be, not because we should put them there like characters. Yeah. <laughs> for us stay down yeah. keep your
3: head yeah. down yeah. shut it <laughs> mommy and daddy are trying to be famous uh, yeah. <laughs> So no, they
2: they like to be like, like to intriguing be. for them. Yeah, like, can you yeah. watch? And you know, that's funny. Um,
3: and which which actually we do put blooper reels together afterwards, and those are really fun because you can see the kids like pop out from under you know back of the seat. They're like yeah, I'm
0: thirsty. <laughs> yes. Yeah, exactly. Oh yeah,
3: asking for snacks. The whole <laughs> they did thing.
2: A whole <laughs> blooper on them interrupting. Can I have snacks? Can we have a smoothie? Can we have a bar? Can we have
3: you know? Oh yeah. So it's an ongoing thing. So it How takes us. That? We have to do it in pockets, and then there's the whole sun factor, weather factor. There's a lot of things. That come in, but all that to say, we put that time in, and then after that, we go into edit it, and that takes four or five days to do it. And so, we were at the very tail end Ugh. about to just post the video when we go into the computer and there's no video, and it there.
2: disappeared. So, we're not feeling great, you oh. know, because we're, we're Danny's losing his voice, our video is gone, we're going to our first marriage conference, so we were already, you know, a little nervous about that. Um, I spilled, uh, I was like taking notes, um, for like outlining everything on the plane and like while we were at our layover and I spilled a drink all over it. So like my notes were all wet. And then we land in Oklahoma city to do this marriage conference. Our luggage doesn't come in. I mean, it's just like, it was just one of those moments. It's (laughs) like, it sounds petty, but all those add up and you're like, ah, you know, and And so we go in, we, we do this marriage conference. We kind of just were like, Lord, we have nothing. Like this has to be you. Like you literally need to take the wheel because we don't have anything. Like we haven't had time to prep. Danny doesn't feel great. My notes are all stained with water. And I, like we showed up and the, the sound guy at the church was like, do you have any media? Like, where's your media and your stuff? And I'm like, held up a napkin from the plane and I'm like, this is what we have. Okay. Like like, we're not prepared. This is our first conference. We don't have anything together. Um, and so, but it ended up being honestly to date, like we feel one of our best marriage conferences ever because we totally relied on the Lord a hundred percent. And we were just honest. We just shared our testimony. We, we weren't trying to be something we were not, you know, and, um, cut to, we go back to the hotel room that night, the video is like sort of there on the timeline. Like it's miraculously like kind of back, not all of it, but it's there. And so Danny starts piecemealing it back together. Um, We, I'm going to just jump jump ahead to, we get home on a Sunday night from that conference and post it on February 13th, I think, or 12th. It's like the night before Valentine's Day. We wanted to post it prior to give it like legs for the weekend, but we were like, well, we're going to post it now. We went to bed, woke up, and I was at like several million views the next morning. Oh my and I'm gosh. like, what? And I refreshed and I like refreshed the page. And then it was like already up another hundred mil- or another million views. And I'd refresh again. And it was just climbing like crazy. Like I thought Facebook was broken. I was like, what, <laughs> what is, what are these numbers that I'm seeing, you know? And wow. people from all over the world. And like, we were just sharing, sharing, sharing by the, by the second. Mm-hmm. And then other platforms like Viral Thread and some other big um, platforms on Facebook reached out and said, can we share your video? Started going viral on their pages. So we have- like, Which
3: is they're, they're in the UK. And so then you started getting a lot of audience from the UK and then other parts of the world. It was, it, was, it, was it was amazing. Wild. It was wild. So we wild. had,
2: when it was all said and done within like a couple week period, you know, we had several hundred million views. Wow. And, wow. Um, and so we had a book now button on our page where you could book us for events, even though only one person had ever booked us. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it
2: was a button to <laughs> I mean, Yeah, I mean, it was there. If you <laughs> wanted to click it, you had a whole year. It's you... were
3: there, people. Click it,
2: um, And all of a sudden, it was clicked 15,000 times in two weeks. Wow. And we wow. had probably 200 legitimate inquiries that were like, oh, some of them gosh. were just people clicking, going, you know, at least there was traffic, right? There's traffic yeah. to our page. People are interested in going, what can I book these people for? And then we actually had legit requests like can you come in can you entertain can you speak what do you guys do you know we just want to have you in and so we developed this show from it and and that's what we did until the pandemic hit we were doing from 2017 you know so 2017 18 19 and then the first part of 2020 we were doing 30 events a year wow and um and it so to answer to your question how did it change your life it was literally overnight yeah. we had a viable we had to catch up with the fact that we now had a business. <laughs> wow.
0: Well, so, I want to like step in there just real quick cuz y- you said overnight, but I just want to make sure the listeners are aware of the fact that you guys put in oh yeah um, over a year of oh, yeah. hard posting every friday yep. bl- yeah. like flipping work yeah. yep. and then you like hit the moment where it's yes. just like everything aligned. So I didn't want anyone to be like, "Oh, that's overnight." Good. Like yeah. be, well, be aware. Also, it's, <laughs> it, it, you yeah, didn't
1: know that that one would be the viral run. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. You're just you're
3: just doing what God called you to do. Yeah. You know? And I think that that's, for us, the one thing that when people say, hey, how did you do it? What was this sort of the key? We always say, one, it was our obedience to say, to, to do what God called us to do. So it was a mandate, but then consistency we just said every we had to establish ourselves as this is something we're going to do even though there was no return right where it's that instant gratification you want that instant return and it's hard when you're when yeah. you're sort of going through a dryness and you're like man lord are you out there but all we knew was what we had in our hands we had an iPhone to shoot what we you know what we did and Chris and I know it, you know basically Singing and dancing in front of that phone, <laughs> and just saying, "Hey, we're gonna hope that this resonates with people." And, and so, and, it was- to,
2: and to your point, yes, it, it wasn't overnight. It was overnight in the sense that the we we were unknown, and then all of a sudden we had people knowing who we were. But yeah, the the it was the whole preparation meets opportunity. opportunity yes. yeah. yeah, I mean, you, you yeah. have to be prepared. I mean, yeah, it, it and 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 that. And just be ready. Like, so if that means, you know, if you're wanting to start a business or if you're wanting to do something like work like everything depends on you and pray Pray like like everything depends on God. That's
3: good. Grind it out. And and we had, and the one cool thing is that we had, when people did, basically discover us through that video, they came to our page. And the one cool thing for us is that yes, we had definitely. a year's worth of catalog yes. of content where we're watching all of those views go up by like a hundred thousand. And it was so it was it was a hug from heaven, I promise. It was we like, made our
2: first <laughs> Google AdSense check.
3: Yes. yes.
2: I, I was like, I'm so glad I signed up for that, even though we made no
3: money no in year. <laughs> it's very gratifying, especially when, you know, back when my mom's church was the only audience we had. Yeah. And, <laughs> and, and, then, and, and then cut to, you know, you have people appreciating old videos that you did with your kids or an yeah. old marriage post about something. You know, like, man, that's what it's about right there. God just, you know, is... Uh,
1: he wasted nothing. He wasted nothing. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, I want to highlight real fast the fact that y'all for a year did this as your income is going down and you had just the utmost faith of like, Hey, no, we're like, we feel God calling us to create videos in this way. And we're going to commit to doing it every Friday and creating content, even though there was no return, even though the money in your bank account was continually going down yeah. and just praying and having faith that God would make something happen. And yeah. you did like that takes a lot of guts that that, I don't want to like highlight or gloss over
2: that because I think that's so inspiring for people
1: to hear. Yeah. yeah. You
2: got to have some guts. I mean, that's what faith is. It's like, it's pretty much all guts. Yeah, it
3: it is. I mean, and, and it was big for Kristen to, you know, to, to move from California to Indiana, my hometown, to trust that process. Mm-hmm. And there were there were difficult nights, so it wasn't you know we weren't skipping around the house just saying oh my goodness God's <laughs> about to you know arrive. But well, it well, was Danny
2: too- is. Danny's. Oh. I would say Danny's Hakuna Matata. Adams, Danny Hakuna Matata Adams. He's like, woohoo, isn't it fun to trust God? And I'm like, yeah, it's great. I feel like I look like Lloyd and Harry from Dumb and Dumber, like holding on for dear life on the scooter, like with snot everywhere. And I'm like, yeah, this is super fun. I love it. God.
3: Yeah. So it it, it had some late night, you know, (laughs) difficult conversations around the kitchen table of just, you know, her and I putting the kids down and saying, you know, is this right? You no, know, her, her her being very open to say Like well, I think we did a wrong choice. Yeah, this, I mean, we moved to Indiana. What the what the heck are we doing? You know, what mm-hmm. I mean, like there's no return. I'm watching, you know, cuz Kristen is someone who watches the bank account every day. Right. And and she's like, I'm watching number... driven. I like yes. to
2: make sure my investments are going well. It's I a like... part of
3: her it's, it's part of her personality. <laughs> and and for me, I just I it just I tick to a whole different beat. And so I'm like, no, God's going to show up. This is what he said. I fasted and prayed. And he showed me that we were supposed to move to Indiana. So he would not, if he'll take care of the birds of the air, he's definitely going to take care of us. And us being in Indiana, he is going to show up on time, but it's his timing, not ours. And this journey that we're going through right now, which is really stretching our faith is going to pay dividends later on. It's all part of the story.
2: Look at you. dividends. See, now we can talk now. That's that's what I'm talking about. Baby, that is hot when you say dividends.
3: Hilarious.
2: Um, But you have to have both, right? Like, and that's what it comes down to. Like for us, Danny and I are very different. And that's one of the areas where we are. And it's not that he's wrong and it's not that I'm wrong. It's yeah. it's just that it takes two. Yep. Like it's it's better with both of those perspectives. It that's really just a, yeah, and that's through. just an
3: area that God has graced me more in. That's just a that and and that is. But Kristen, there's areas that He's graced in that brings a strength to me in my weaknesses and my insecurity that helps pull me to you know to that strength.
2: Like I'm the then, one that spent two hours on the phone this morning with our home warranty to try to get more money out of our microwave because I know that they. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. They owe That's us more the money. They were trying to They were trying to lowball us. And That's so, amazing. And so I'm like, listen, I'm not trying to be rude here. And what did I get? They they upped it $200 what they were going to pay us. And so, but Danny's like, like, I would never do that, babe. <laughs> yep. I'm glad you did. Thank you. Thanks for doing that. That's amazing. I want justice. <laughs> I love it. You guys can like celebrate those differences though. That's yeah. that's so cool. But you yeah. got to get to that point because we haven't always. And we and we have moments yeah. where we where we don't. We let we let the little things, we call it low-level warfare, those things that don't really matter at the end of the day, um they're just choking the life out mm-hmm. of the life that God wants you to have. Um yeah. because you buy into it and you you let those things fester. But you do have to get to that point like Danny knows like I have a lot of words, like he said, and I, I want him to match me sometimes and I want him <laughs> yeah. to match my emotion. Like, aren't you glad that I just got $200 back for the microwave? Like, <laughs> high five, baby, yeah. You know? <laughs> but if he doesn't give me that and he's like, all right, cool. <laughs> then I'm like, wait, do you not appreciate that I just mm-hmm. did that? Like, I just saved us $200. Like, that that's a big deal. It's not just, mm-hmm. and, and so it is helpful to just know how your spouse ticks and to not look at it as wrong to look at it as different and to celebrate it and it's 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 an iron sharpens iron thing like those differences are there on purpose for a purpose mm-hmm. and it'll make your marriage greater if you embrace it and don't and don't fight against it.
0: Yes. Okay, I want to ask a question. This is nowhere on the list, but I I feel like you guys would have a lot to say on this. Do you find that incorporating like lightheartedness and play and fun into your marriage has helped you guys like go through, I guess, like skim over a lot of that, like low level warfare where you're just like able to laugh over the fact that like Danny's like, okay, cool. Like to the $200, like <laughs> yes.
2: situation. Um, it, it has, but it, it, that also takes intentionality and work. Yes. Um, you know, I would say like, you can't laugh together one, if you're not spending time together,
0: Mm -hmm. Um, and Mm. so
2: we can get really busy and get caught up in the whole, you know, running, running kids here, running kids there or saying yes to everything. And our schedules are so packed or we both work nine to fives and then one comes home and everyone's on their devices or there's just no intentionality behind it. And, Laughter is one of the greatest social bonds that we can have. That's science, too. The effects of laughter are Mm -hmm. amazing. It's one of, I mean, the Bible says that a merry heart does good like medicine, and it's literally healing to your body when you laugh. And so, of course, it's one of the things that the enemy wants to steal and suck out of your life because it literally only has benefits. Mm -hmm. There's there's nothing that, that, there's no downside to laughter. And and so, um, it is a good, vital sign for the health of a relationship. But you know, everybody's different, you know, not some people just don't have that personality where obviously they're not going to put wigs on and sing. (laughs) That's that's our jam, you know, like you don't have to do that. But, um, I think just creating, you know, I would say there's, there's two ways to free yourself up to laugh and that's to spend time together, like good time together, not time, like paying bills, not Mm -hmm. time, you know, just running errands, like actual time together where everyone's off their phones, everyone's, and you're just present with each other. And also keeping your heart light and free of offense. Yeah. Because it's really hard to laugh with or at someone that you're mad at. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that's, you know, Danny's the funniest person I know. But if, if there's funkiness, like if we're in funky town and <laughs> we're not dealing with it and our hearts are crusty from, you know, all the offense that's built up and I'm just not going to laugh at him.
3: Mm-hmm. It's just
2: not funny. Yeah. And so, and I can look at a room full of people laughing at him and I'm like, you guys don't know.
0: How yeah.
2: he annoyed me, you know. How today he did or, it? You know, yes.
0: appreciate the two hundred
2: dollars. Exactly, microwave. exactly. We have a new microwave, yeah. y'all, because of me. <laughs> and so, um, so yeah, I mean, so there's just you. Those sometimes, are my two tips. Yeah, sometimes laughter.
3: you gotta get a you know someone to mediate, and sometimes that's a that comes by way of a comedian, you know, <laughs> and, and say, man, find someone that you both both laugh at and and uh, and put it on. I mean, Chris I, that's, that's the least for Chris and I. That's why churches even have us out to do these date nights because they're like, you know what? We need some laughter uh, need in, our, in our marriages. Yeah. And because yeah. when, when you're yeah. laughing at someone, your heart opens up because there's a trust there. You're, you're establishing a trust between the one who's delivering the funny mm-hmm. and you. And then it, like Kristen said, there's a bonding when you're laughing with someone there's, there's that experience of sharing that laughter with someone, which also has your heart open up. And then for our, you know, our goal is always when the heart is open to imprint something eternal while that heart is open. And it also lends itself to having uh, talks, you know, with the, with the, with the marriage, you know, or, or relationship like, hey, you know, we're light right now. There seems to be a, a good synergy, a peace about what's going on. Can I bring this up right now? Maybe this is a time, not now, always. Now I'm
2: going to tell you, I charged $1,000 at Nordstrom. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs>
3: right. Yeah, yeah. Can, can
2: we have that conversation? Isn't that Bryce? hilarious? <laughs> Isn't that can we
0: laugh? <laughs> yeah, it's so
3: funny. Yeah. Yeah, so I think it's it's being a, it's being intentional, but we do we stand on you know laughter's medicine. It is yeah. yes. a merry heart does good like medicine, but a broken spirit dries the bones. Mm-hmm. And we've seen a lot of people with dry bones over the past year and a half. Yeah, and uh, for for so many reasons, just and broken spirits, a, and a broken you know? spirits due right. to due to you know fear and anxiety and yeah. all these things. And it's like man, we have to we have to have some medicine for those for those things and. And hopefully, you know, but, people can be just, intentional about laughter.
2: We just keep things around the house too. Like we always have game night. We have a little mm-hmm. little box that's near the kitchen table. Um, so after dinner, um, we always try not to be in a rush. Um, if, if, if we're having a great conversation or we get car, a card game out or we play charades or we do whatever it is that, you know, we know is going to open people, our, our kids up, our kids are going to be engaged. And, and we just... Leave our cares at the door, and it's like let's let's invest in each other. Yeah, um, and it's parent, an investment. It's an you know? investment,
3: and as parents, there's nothing more that you know that brings you joy than watching your kids have fun or, or having a you know a heart of joy. And, and for us, like Kristen said, whether it's playing a board game or having them just straight jam out and dance to some music that we play on alexa at night <laughs> we do <laughs> we
2: do dance jams in our living room yeah often. Oh, And so to watch them just do that. their
3: thing and and get you know super animated and fun i mean we it's- have
2: soul train lines with the four of us so it's really short soul train lines <laughs> but, Yeah, <you> know? <laughs> uh, but we but we do that yeah. and, and, and it's it's just it's good it's the best yeah oh that's amazing
1: well, okay, this is the last question that we wanted to ask you guys, which we've talked about marriage pretty much this entire podcast, and so I know y'all will have a juicy, good answer. And maybe you've already said it, so who knows? This could be a repeat. But what is your top number one marriage advice for our listeners? Like, let's just leave going
2: out with a bang. Sorry, Thanks. I, I but, might have just thrown that on you a little okay. bit. <laughs> no, no.
3: This is,
2: this is... We
3: were just looking at each other. Who's going to answer? Who's going to
2: answer that? Um, this is hard without context, but... Uh, so if we have to explain, maybe we can, but... You might think that the biggest problem in your marriage is your spouse, but we would argue that it's likely you. Mm-hmm. And oh, I know that that's, that's hard. That's, that's <laughs> yes. moment, <I'm> <laughs> Right. And, and, I, and I, and I, and I'm saying that to myself too. Like, I do not want to get deceived into thinking, gosh, if Danny would only do X, Y, and Z, our marriage would be perfect. Yeah. You're, you're, that is not a, a, that's not going to be a road that leads you to any kind of freedom. It's not reality. It's probably never going to happen. It, mm-hmm. And so, and it takes, typically there's not any humility in it. There's, there's no willingness on your part to change. You're probably not very self-aware of the things that you're actually bringing that are negative to the relationship. Um, and it's just a self-righteous place, you know, and we, we all are there many times. And I'm not talking about the times where like, look, if there's abuse and serious issues, I'm, I'm, this is leaving that out of it because that's not okay. And you need to get out of that situation. I'm just talking about the, the big, the, the large area where most people live in marriage when they have marital problems, which is the irreconcilable differences. Yeah. Category people just throw in the towel. and like, well, we're just different. We just can't make it work. He didn't want to change. She didn't want to change. So we're just done. And, um, that's the area where I think there just needs to be more onus on our own stuff and more self-awareness of our own sin and our own lack, um, and our own desperate need for Jesus rather than magnifying the faults
3: of our spouse. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I, I would just piggyback that by saying, Chris is basically saying, you know, the, the root of sin is selfishness. So it's, it's often us, you know, that, that we need to first check. And that is just humility. And I think the only place, the only way that we can get to humility is putting God at the throne of our hearts. Mm -hmm. We have to make Him the Lord of our life. We cannot cannot do it on our own. We cannot manufacture change in our relationship. We can't, you know, try to get the other person to fit in the perfect box that we have them in. Mm -hmm. It starts with us. It starts with our humility, letting the Lord love on us, fully love and spend the daily time with Him, that we're out of that time. We can be the best... The, the best place to serve our spouse. And when you have two people doing that, offering a hundred percent of themselves and expecting nothing in return, you're gonna have a you're gonna have an amazing marriage. Mm. That's,
0: That's so you're good. That's so, so good. I feel like I just got like a whole free counseling mentor session with y'all. <laughs> oh, we're sending you the bill.
2: Girl, I want free. <laughs> we're, sending,
3: we're sending you the bill for the microwave. Yeah, like,
0: <laughs> like,
2: in the microwave. <laughs> yeah, they only gave us two hundred dollars. I'm still trying to yeah, make up for like three yeah, or four hundred for they the rest of it.
0: Perfect. I'll be a, waiting yeah. for the bill. This is worth it. it. <laughs> Deal. I love it so much. You guys are incredible. I I knew of your videos and I knew like who you guys were before this this episode, but I feel like now I'm like, Oh, now I know Kristen and Danny. Now I like, I feel like I'm friends with them. And I know so many of our listeners probably feel this exact same way now. So where can everyone find you? Where they can, can they connect with you? Um, watch your videos, learn from you, read your book, all of, all of the good things. Plug yourself here
2: and now. (laughs) So we are on Facebook and IG and YouTube. Those are our three platforms that we are on. You can go binge watch some videos there. Um, we're living on stories right now and, uh, in, in IG and Facebook just, um, until we, uh, we, 2020 was crazy for us, um, with, with, obviously with everyone, um, uh, pushing pause on our live events, writing the book, and now all of our events are coming back. And so um, we're kind of in that season prepping for those and then um, seeing where the videos are going gonna, to gonna lead after that. But mm-hmm. so definitely connect with us on stories and IG and Facebook. Um, our website's kristinanddanny.net. Mm-hmm. We have a newsletter. You can get our book on Amazon or Target or I don't know where it's all being carried right now. But if you just Google the road to love and laughter hopefully we'll pop up. <laughs> Perfect.
1: Well, we so appreciate you guys coming on the show, sharing yes. your heart, being funny, being vulnerable, sharing all the things like this was just such a fun conversation to have with, oh, excuse me,
2: to have with you. Oh, you girls are
3: awesome. You are. Thank
2: you for um, just your obedience to doing the podcast. And I just hope it continues to go well for y'all. You guys are great.
3: Yeah, you guys are great. Honestly, oh my gosh. Yeah, Thank you. Yeah, You guys got a good good thing going. A good <laughs> formula there.
0: You guys are incredible. Seriously, thank you for just everything that you dropped today. And just the way that you're pursuing the Lord at the center of everything, like it's it's so tangible in your words. And I know you just blessed so many people today, oh, including Lindsay and I. So thank oh, you for your time.
2: Don't make me cry. Quit it some more. <laughs> Quit it some more. Quit it some more. All right. I love it. All right. Well, you girls have a great day. We'll talk to you soon. Sounds great.